Welcome to As Is, the podcast where we express ourselves and share our life as it is, as we are, unfiltered, unedited, real, truthful, and raw about the things we love, what we are working through, and what we are changing. Come on our journey as we go through life, share lessons, mistakes and failures, and the good, as is. We are Carla and Emily, here to share our stories, our truths, and find our voice as we give to the world more of us. Join us as you are too. Welcome on our adventure of life. Hey, welcome back to As Is with Carla and Emily. I'm Carla. And I'm Emily. And today we are interviewing each other. We thought it would be really fun for our listeners to get to know us and to share more about ourselves before we get into more episodes. Yeah, we thought we'd start last week with one of the topics that's really been on our heart lately and then um, come back to actually let you guys get to know us. So here we are. Yeah. So let's get into it. Carla, who are you? This is such a loaded question. I know. It's so hard to answer. (laughs) And it's funny because it's one that I've actually gotten recently, which is interesting because it's not a question you ask people all the time. It's always, what do you do? What do you do? Not who are you? Yeah. And um, while we're probably not going to dive super deep into this question, um, what my answer is for the moment is I'm Carla. I'm um, almost 32. And um, in one sense of the word, I am a daughter, a sister, um, a friend. Um, I'm a business owner. I'm a connector. I'm a leader. Um, And I'm someone who loves telling stories and connecting with people through vulnerability and realness and adventure and community. And with all of that said, too, I'm also completely figuring out who the hell I am. It's a question that some days I feel like I know the answer and some days I have no idea. And in that answer and learning how to give myself grace and space that it can change. I can decide that this is how I feel today. And then tomorrow I can be someone else. And I love the fluidity and expansion that comes with giving yourself grace in who you are. I love that, that it can change and you can always decide. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. Who are you? Oh, I also find this question very difficult to answer um, because I I just feel like sometimes words just don't really fit. You know, it's more of like an energy or a vibe. I'm big on that kind of stuff, (laughs) like more imagery for me. But um, if I have to use words, I'm definitely kind of unconventional, a bit of an out of box thinker. Um, I always take the path that not many people take. Sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it's stranger. Usually it works out. Um, I like to use humor to lighten the mood a lot. And you'll hear that. Um, (laughs) As I was writing this list of like a few things I wanted to say, the first thing that came to mind was the color purple embodied. I don't know what that means, but maybe somebody else does. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, just meet Emily and then you will know exactly what that You'll means. You'll get it. And it's, you know, that Sharon Williams commercial where they're like, it's purple. That's the kind of purple I mean. <laughs> also, if you know, you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I'm like the bougie spiritual with a lot of crystals. Um, that like everything is clean white lines, but I love my crystals. She tells um, me what they mean. Yeah. I apparently also like to describe myself in fragments and sentences rather than just singular words. I find them too conforming. Um, but I'm also like the really tall only child with big hair who rides horses and I wear a lot of rings and those are just kind of like my monikers, I guess, along with purple. Um, and I'm a really big dreamer and I want to create a lot with my life and experiences and different things for the world and really expand on that and just learn how to have more fun and also learn how to be constantly evolving who I am. I think we're very similar on that last part. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how did we meet? Should we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Do you want to hear? Yeah. So, um, Emily and I met like four or five years ago, maybe, um, we were both at this networking event. Um, and it was like a very, um, typical networking event where you, you go, you talk to the person, you tell them what you do. They tell you what they do. You like exchange business cards and like, maybe you actually talk about anything else, but like, that's generally it. And those are not my kind of networking events. That's just like, not how I network. Like I like to actually like get to know a person and know what they do and why they do it. Um, and see how I can help them. And that's just not what this was like. And I was pretty frustrated and ready to leave. And I see this girl standing there looking a little bit cornered, talking to someone. And also she was like one of few uh, women there. So I was like, you know what? I'm, she seems cool. I'm going to go say hi to her and then I'm going to leave. Like this was my out. So I walk up to Emily and whoever she was talking to like walked away. Yeah. Carla just like inserts herself. She's like, hi, I'm Carla. (laughs) <laughs> this is me. <laughs> and we started talking for a couple of minutes and uh, we found out pretty quickly that we both went to Ohio University. Yes. So different times. I was there a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but we had that in common and that was like our, I think that was our like initial like bond, yes. like our, our connection mm-hmm. moment. And, and so we talked for a little while and then I was still pretty ready to get out of there. So we we exchanged business cards because, you know, we were supposed to and, and left each other. Um, and at some point pretty quickly after that, I think I reached out to her and was like, Hey, do you want to like grab coffee or something? We and went, we went to brunch. Oh yeah. And we were there for four hours. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we went to brunch. Um, and yeah, it was it started off with small talk and quickly went into a deeper dive of just like, we were both going through breakups at the time and very similar place in life. And yeah, I don't even know what we talked about. I don't everything probably. Um, but it was a good time and we finally left. And honestly, I don't think we really talked very much for like a couple months, like maybe like some Instagram comments here and there, but we didn't talk a lot. And then we did it again. We went to brunch right. again and spent like four or five hours at brunch yeah. and had a good time. Mm-hmm. And then I think like in between, we started talking like a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then like randomly like went and got drinks or right. did a few things Something. here and yeah. there. Um, and then I think it was like the beginning of 2020. And we just like yeah. 
we it was like late 2019 I think yeah and we just like started talking more and more like we just started really relating on different things and and then all of a sudden we were texting every day about the same things voice messages every day and it pretty quickly turned into like a really great friendship one that I like I'm super grateful for um it's helped me gain a lot of perspective. We've had a lot of fun, random times out. Um, And it's been a cool journey because we've both been in such a transformational space over the last couple of years. So we've really gotten to watch each other grow. And um, now, like she said before, like we both have a lot of big ideas and big dreams. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool to get to encourage each other and watch each other like go through all of that together. Yeah, definitely. It's really awesome to have somebody that you tell your crazy, seemingly outlandish ideas to, and they go, yeah, that sounds fantastic. I love it. Or like I tell Emily, I'm like, Hey, this is my idea. I want to do this. And she's like, okay. Yeah. But like bigger, bigger, <laughs> bigger, better, do more with it. Right. If you want someone to help you dream big, Emily is your girl. Oh, That's for sure. For sure. You're like, actually add like three more layers and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um do you have anything else to add to how we met? I just was so grateful when she walked over to me at that event. My gosh, because I was just in a place where I was like, please somebody save me. I don't know how to save myself. You know, I was still pretty <laughs> new into working and in, in the networking space. And so I was kind of terrified at these events typically. I was like, what do I do with my hands? You were pretty and fresh out of college. I was fresh guy. out of college. Oh, I was a baby. It was probably like two, not even two years, maybe something around like two-ish years out of college at that point. And just so awkward at these events. I didn't know what to say or do. And so I was just kind of stuck and I was so happy to see Carla's like shining face to show up I was like oh my god savior thank you you're welcome thank you (laughs) I'm so glad I know I bet you didn't think we'd be here five years later I did not think that we would have a podcast no but I'm so glad that we do yeah me too it's awesome and then we're friends the podcast first but the friends is the iceberg (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no I'm so happy we're friends So um, what's your human design and your zodiac and all those fun things? So if you haven't like figured it out already, if you know human design, I'm a manifesting generator. So I'm all over the place and I can do about five things at once. Um, Sometimes it's um, a fun time in my brain, (laughs) how fast it moves. (laughs) Um, Lots of sacral energy. So that's why I can like create all this stuff and just keep going. Um, and then Zodiac, I'm a Capricorn sun and Scorpio rising. So I can also be super focused at the same time and very driven with that Capricorn and yet go really deep with the Scorpio. So there's just like a lot going on. What's your human design in Zodiac? Um, I am a projector, which means I cannot function like Emily does. Um, I need a lot more space and rest and I have a lot of ideas, but I definitely have to like focus one at a time and move from each one to the next one. Um, unlike Emily. Um, and, um, I'm also a Gemini sun, 
which is where I get a lot of my polarities. I like this and I like that and I like this and I like that. And half the time it doesn't make sense together. And And your communication. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then I am a Virgo rising maybe, or a Taurus rising. It's a Virgo moon and Taurus rising or reverse. I'm not really sure which one it is, (laughs) but that's fine. Um, I know the answer to this question, obviously, but I think you guys could guess too. Emily, what's your favorite color? It's purple. (laughs) If you couldn't have guessed already, I know. So surprising, right? Carla, what's your favorite color? Mine's emerald green. Ooh, pretty. Yeah. I like my green. What is your go-to comfort food? Pizza or dark chocolate. Mm. What's yours? Ravioli. (laughs) As you guys will probably learn. (laughs) This girl eats ravioli more than anybody I've ever met. (laughs) Okay, it's this spinach and cheese from Aldi's. It's the only kind that I'm like really into. It's not the meat kind. It's not the kind in a can. Like it's kind of fancy ravioli and it's amazing. What's your favorite activity? Such an open question. There's so many because, you know, I like so many different things. Um, Honestly, it really depends on the season because I love going to the beach and I also love designing houses on the Sims and I love to ride horses. So I'll just sum it up with those three. What's your favorite activity? Um, I'm going to say dancing, road trips, and like connecting with new people. Nice. All three are great together or separate. Yes. <laughs> um, ooh, what's your favorite place that you've been? Ooh. Uh, there's so many good places. Probably Miami just the energy and all the lights at night. I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I wanted to because I was there for a conference, but it was just sparkly in its energy. What's your favorite place you've been? So my favorite place is um, my family has a place um, out in the country and it's just, it's beautiful and it's magical in its own way. And I've grown up there and I love everything about it. It's a place where like the rest of the world melts away when I'm there. Mm -hmm. And while I have big dreams to see a lot of really cool places and I've been to some other really cool places, this will always be my favorite place. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Where do you want to go the most? Um, The most. I think Greece right now is my place I want to go to the most on the coast. Greece is my international place Mm. and Montana is my domestic place. I don't know what domestic place I want to. I just want to go everywhere. I really don't care. Let's just go. Actually domestic, I would say Seattle. I want to go visit my aunt out there. And it seems very different than Midwest and East coast. Equal. Yeah. You will see the Collins. Yeah. And the tree houses. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That'd be cool. Okay. This is just for you, Emily. Yeah. What, what's a weird memory? <laughs> so I thought of this today. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try to actually get this out. 
So I was looking at Brunut's menu because I wanted to see what they had coming up. If you don't know, Brunut's is a like local, actual Ohio University Grand. graduates own it. Um, yeah. It's like a beer and donut place in Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. They have incredible donuts. And I wanted to see what their St. Patrick's Day menu was coming up. And as I was looking on their Instagram I saw that they had a Captain Crunch donut last week that they posted about. And they, the zoomed in picture of the Captain Crunch just made me think of this memory of when I had to take care of an egg for like a week in elementary school and you had to feed it and like put it in a bed or something. <laughs> I don't remember the point of it. I just remember having to take care of an egg and <laughs> to prove you could like to, technically keep something alive right I, I don't know that we could take care of ourselves I'm really not sure what the whole point was but I fed the egg the Aldi's brand of the Captain Crunch cereal <laughs> and I would give it like a little like pebble morsel whatever those things are piece of cereal and like leave it there and pretend the egg ate it but before I would leave for school I'd sneak <laughs> over it steal it need it you <laughs> took your eggs of food and ate it i did every day i stole it but i wasn't going to just leave the cereal to die that's wasting it's a very weird memory it's so weird it's so out of the blue but i kind of love it yeah it also makes me want Captain crunch right so what are you most excited about for the podcast getting to talk about stuff in depth in a space because we have these conversations, but they're kind of like drawn out and in between life. And there's random things about where we're driving interjected, but having the space where we can actually talk about these topics and really get to them succinctly and stay on topic and like really talk in depth about them. Well, I think it's interesting too, because like when we talk about a lot of these topics, like you said, you know, we're using voice message, we're going back and forth. And so yeah. usually while we are doing that, we're, we're living our lives, we're right. driving, we're doing other things. Mm -hmm. And so while the topic is important and we have the space to like come back to it whenever we want, we're not as present with it. And by having these conversations around these topics that matter to us or that we're curious about this podcast gives us a space that like we, we can like actually sit here, be present, focus on the topic and really flesh out whatever it is that we want to talk about, what we're yeah. curious about. And for me, it's not only that, but it's, I do best when I use my voice. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I have a really hard time using my voice. And so this podcast gives the space where I am forced to use my voice and by doing that, not only do I find more clarity in conversations, in what feels true to me and my beliefs in inspiration, um, like even last week, our podcast episode inspired me so much yeah. just in my own life. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that. And I want more of that. So I want to be able to do this while sharing it with all of you, because yeah. I mean, already so many people have reached out telling me how relatable the topic that we, we went into last week was. And I feel like so many of the things that we want to talk about are either relatable or things that we feel like people don't talk about enough. We don't hear right. about, we're not having conversations about, and this gives us the space to not only 
get more in depth for ourselves, but also bring these topics to light for other people to start talking about too. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And with the use of voice as like this new way or uh, more developed way of sharing our expression of ourselves. And I think that's really awesome and, and very powerful. And plus definitely what I think I've been needing as well, because I can share on different mediums, but like you, Carla voice for me is so powerful, like conversation and, and video. And I sometimes feel like I don't give enough on things. And so this is a way to really fully give as much as I can. Yeah. I, I hold myself back with my voice, whether it's literally using my voice and speaking or like in a text form. And this is forcing me to use my voice. Like we have a time set up, like we are meeting, we are having these conversations, Mm -hmm. we're putting it out there and we're holding ourselves accountable to that. And so like, sure, I, I could technically walk away, but by having this accountability to each other and to everyone we've told about this, like it just allows us the space to, to show up, to show up who we are as is and, and use our voices and see what happens and not judge ourselves for whatever happens, what happens and what we say and what comes out. I think for me too, being a manifesting generator, sometimes I have difficulty sticking with routines or creating content or something like that with a consistent long-term basis. I will do something for a few weeks, get bored, do something else and not keep that up, not keep up like series or different things like that. So this is a way that I have to, I have someone else that I'm accountable to. So of course I'm going to be here. And with that being said too, what's cool about that is it's not like this, it's the same in that we are recording a podcast, right? You know, the name isn't changing. We're going to keep showing up, but it's also different because it's different topics. It's different truths. It's what we're experiencing, what we're going through. Mm -hmm. So it's ever changing. It's ever growing and evolving. And there's so much excitement and potential and just this awesome possible energy that surrounds it and, and it makes it really fun and exciting. It does. Plus we can create it how we want it. So that's super fun. Why not? Right. There, there are very few, few rules we actually have to follow. Yeah. (laughs) Which is exciting. And I feel like this like goes perfectly into this question of like, what are you currently obsessed with? So many things. I have these peanut butter Chocolate cookies. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. That I'm really just like, I can't stop eating them. Um, <laughs> manifesting generator. You never know what's going to be an obsession. Um, another one is wearing clothes that make me feel really good when I'm not supposed to be wearing something specific. You know, if there's not a demand on my time for work or whatever of how I'm supposed to dress, of when I'm not in that direction, just really wearing things that make me feel good. That make me feel like the best version of myself. Like that's what I'm really into right now. Plus my new mascara. I'm very excited about it. I didn't realize how much the other one was going down and I finally got the new mascara and I'm like, wow, it actually makes a difference. You can conquer the world with the right mascara. I guess one of them too is 
just shifting a lot and changing a lot within myself too and how I feel going throughout my day and experiencing life and shifting it from this perspective of dreading to one of seeing more possibility and creating that in my mind first and not waiting for the outer reality to show me that I can make positive change. So like deciding that you can change the feelings you're feeling. Yeah. Even if your reality isn't changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a podcast topic right there. Yeah. That really is. And like holding it, you know, not letting the outer stuff sway it too much. Yeah. What lights you up right now? What's really lighting me up right now, honestly, is having a group of people, being a part of a group of people that are willing to show up as themselves, um, as who they are. And for the most part, not worry about being judged in who they are to show up and be real and vulnerable and be, um, unbelievably supportive and have so many of the same interests and excitements and, um, experiences and just hard things that we've gone through. I've found myself in a group like this and, um, honestly, it's like lighting me the fuck up and I love every second of it. I've been dancing every day, dance parties. They really make me feel good. Um, it's been sunny in Cleveland last couple of days and sunshine. I mean, it literally lights you up, but like it lights me up. Yeah. That's been really, really huge for me. And then this podcast, not just for all of the reasons that we talked about, but it's really just inspiring me in so many aspects of my life because the, the excitement, the creativity, it's really, um, expanding into like how I'm showing up, who I want to be um, my relationships and, um, other exciting ideas that I have. It's allowing me the space to, to put that creativity into everything. And it feels really, really good. Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to this year or this season or this month? Most looking forward to, I feel like there's a lot of change on the horizon. And I'm really looking forward to see how that develops. Like I can just sense that things are changing in a positive way. Um, So I'm just curious to see how that turns out for me on my personal level with life. Um, I'm excited for this podcast, honestly. It's so much fun. And I feel like a more expressed version of myself, like I like Carla was saying how she feels like she holds herself back sometimes with her voice. I feel like I've definitely held myself back in sharing who I am and I don't hold back with this, which is really awesome. And I feel like a better version of myself, basically like a more fuller version of who I really am. And that's really exciting. And so I'm, I'm curious to see how that um, continues to develop. And what I uncover through that. I think it's something that, I mean, like I kind of just mentioned, like it spreads into all aspects of your life because when you stand up and be who you are in one area, it's really hard to not do the same in all areas areas. of your life. Yeah. I feel like I interact with people differently. 
And I'm just really excited to see how that continues to just unfold and how other people then react and reflect back to me who I am. Yeah, I I agree. And I agree with what you said too about this year. I mean, there's a lot of constant, crazy, hard, uncomfortable change uh, in everything in each person's lives and in like our world and everything that's going on. And it's hard. Um, but I just have a, I have like just this feeling of growth and change and in some way, goodness that's coming in a lot of different senses. And I'm really excited about that. And I'm also a little scared because I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to can be intimidating only a little, <laughs> just a little, um, but it's interesting to see how everything really unfolds. Yeah. So what rejuvenates you sleep, but also just like space, like whether it's like in rest, like it could be like just chilling on the couch, like staring at the ceiling or like going for a walk, um, without music, um, a drive with no real destination in mind. Um, those are all really good things for me. Um, like good food, food that actually makes me feel good. Mm. Um, like long-term makes me feel good. Um, water is a big one for me. And, um, sometimes it's being by myself. Sometimes I really need space just to like be on my own and rejuvenate. And then sometimes I need to be around people. So it just kind of depends on like what my mood is and what I'm going through. Um, but both can definitely be helpful. And uh, also I feel like this is the theme, but talking, talking, especially for me, like when I'm trying to figure things out or I'm feeling a lot of different emotions or anxiety, whatever, like I need to talk things out and I can't tell you how many times I just voice message Emily and I'm, and I just say, I'm just going to talk. Like, I don't know what's going to come out, but I just need to talk. And I just like word vomit, whatever comes out of my mouth. And sometimes she'll just respond and be like, okay, like you good. Like, like, (laughs) and not because she doesn't want to give advice. Right. Like most of the time I don't need advice. Um, or sometimes like we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. Or if she has like a certain perspective, she'll bring that up for me. But a lot of times I just need to get it out and I need to hear myself say it all. And then once I do that, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. Like I can actually see this. I can be aware of what's happening. I can process this now. So that's something that was super rejuvenating to me. And it's also funny because it's one of the things that I have a hard time doing. Like that just happened this weekend where I was dealing with some stuff and I wasn't talking about it. And then on Sunday, Emily, cause we don't always talk as much on weekends. Yeah. And on Sunday she messaged me and starts talking. And I just like, it just, just word like a waterfall. <laughs> like I just started talking and talking and talking. And I was like, I really needed that. I'm like, why do I always wait so long to do this? <laughs> She's like, you know, you can always do like <laughs> right. talk to me. And yeah. I'm like, I know. They always send me plenty of messages. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Lately, it's been journaling, just writing out all the feelings and thoughts too, because sometimes those can be very fast moving for me. So just getting them out of my head, getting the feelings out of my body and onto the paper 
is really freeing and just helps restore my energy balance. Um, stretching. I stretched for the first time in the morning yesterday. Yeah. And oh my God, I already felt so much better. I, I realized what, like, why don't I do that more often? It was great. It was honestly really nice. Um, designing things. Like I have my house design games and stuff where I can like, just get really creative and just pull from a lot of different things and kind of make something out of nothing. And that is always really fun for me and helps bring back that creative energy. Definitely water for sure. Yeah. Also fruits. I love fruit. Fruits are so good. So rejuvenating. Mango sounds really good right now. Mango always sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Like this pre-sliced mango though. Having to cut a mango. is the worst thing ever. I don't understand. I never know when it's ripe. Um, Being by water, like drinking water and then also being by moving water, like down by the beach, because we were very close to the lake here. And just being by the water, like rushing in over the rocks and going back out. It's just really powerful. And I could watch the waves just feel so good. Laugh for hours. Yeah. What's one of the hardest things you've ever had to move through? Coming in with the heavy hitters. All of 2020. Um, Yeah. Thinking that I was going to figure everything out um, when I quit my job, which that story will come soon. But hitting this just dead end with that, thinking that I was going to figure everything out and that I was going to have stuff lined up um, at some point and things basically just shutting down all my plans. Um And then it hitting a lot of mental roadblocks and then hitting a lot of self-worth deterioration really led to rock bottom that year. June 2020 was just a really rough month and I really did not believe in myself. I did not believe in my worth, especially financially. And it was a lot to have to climb out of that I'm still kind of getting out of, but it's definitely better. What's one of the hardest things you've had to move through? For me, I think it's, I've gone through in the last five years. um, Well, about five years ago, I went through a really hard breakup. And then two years after that, I went through another really hard breakup. And while the breakups themselves were hard, Um, I think the hardest thing I've ever had to go through was actually when I thought I had dealt with all of the emotions and Emily smile at me because she knows I do this when she, when I thought I dealt with all of the emotions and just everything that I had gone through and Sure. In some ways I probably, I did a little bit, but not to the depth that I really needed to. And so then all of those things eventually come back up in some way or another. And I think it's, while it feels so hard to feel the hard emotions in the moment, not that I, like, I don't have any regrets, but if I would go back, 
I would figure out how to feel the emotions the first time because having to feel them again or again and again sucks. Um, especially when you thought you've moved through things, when things come up that you you thought you learned the lesson, you thought you figured out, and then you find yourself in a similar place. I think for me, that's been the hardest thing. And with that, I think the lesson behind it is learning how to actually feel your emotions. Right. And that's, when I mean, that's happen. exactly. And that's a whole topic. We'll probably talk on I'm sure. um, <laughs> at some point, Yeah, but I think that it's probably been one of the hardest things is just learning how to actually feel all of my emotions and not be afraid of them and um, actually moving, moving through them. Yeah. I'm trying really hard not to go like into a deep rabbit hole of that topic right. because it's super easy to do. Yeah. What's a rule you live by? I don't believe in coincidences. Ooh. I think it's bigger than everything happens for a reason, but yeah, I don't believe in coincidences. I like that one. I don't either. Is that your rule or do you have a different one? I have a different one. That's a, a big one, but my biggest rule is always listening to my intuition or gut reaction to things. It's never wrong. And when I pretend like it's wrong, things don't work out. Yeah. So listening to that, that little ping of, Mm-mm, that's not good. So, Taking note, listening. That's a big one for me yeah. to learn how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A fun question. Mm-hmm. Beach, mountain, desert. Where are you going? Beach, of course. Water, sand. I love the beach. And ultimately, like, if I end up living on an island, owning a nice cream store, I'd be perfectly happy with that. Yes. But I think I'd say mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you go when the world's spinning? Or what do you do? Well, sometimes I buy a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and um, get out of my normal surroundings. <laughs> um other times I go down to this place in the Metro parks. It's down by the river by me. It's a bit of a walk and you have to go under this bridge that's crumbling. There's a lot of warning signs to not walk. I walk, (laughs) (laughs) but it's fine. (laughs) um, Go down this little path to this beach and it's pretty rocky and lots of shells and it's not a very sandy or pretty beach, I guess, but it's pretty big usually. And I can find tons of lake glass. You see it all around my apartment, just jars and jars of lake glass. And that's where I go. And I go collect glass. And it's just the most beautiful thing. What do you do? Where do you go when the world's spinning? It depends. Depends on how much time I have. Um, if I have time, I get in my car and I drive. Um, I have been known to just drive two hours in one direction with no destination. Um, so whether it's like to find a park or like a cute little like downtown area, um, or the beach, I just, or sometimes I don't really even get out of my car. I just drive. Um, sometimes it's silent, sometimes music, um, but driving really calms me down 
and um, it's like my safe space. If I don't have a lot of time, I go to a bookstore. Bookstores, preferably like a local bookstore, small bookstore, but Barnes and Noble will do. And I'll just sit in a bookstore. Um, sometimes I'll just wander and like look at all the books. Sometimes I'll sit and read a book. But there's something about books and the smell of books and the people that like I everything else kind of fades away. And even though there's like people around, like I just feel like I'm in my own little space and Mm -hmm. I love a good bookstore. Yeah. What are you what's something you're proud of? Um, well, it has to do with horseback riding. When I was 12 years old. I had this trainer that really didn't believe in me. She didn't like that. I was like twice her height at 12, I think was part of it. Um, but she told me that she didn't have a horse for me to show. And at 12, it destroyed me, but I also made some really big goals for myself of what I would do and what I was going to accomplish no matter what didn't matter that she didn't believe in me. It didn't matter that she wouldn't let me show horses. I was going to figure it out. I was going to make it happen. And six years later, I accomplished all but one of those. And four or five years after that, I accomplished the biggest one. And that big one was having someone reach out to me based on my reputation to ride their horse for free. And other ones were winning at a big horse show and competing at a big horse show. And I, and I did those things and I made them happen on a horse that people did not expect could even walk into that ring. And just those goals that I accomplished that I set my mind to at at 12 years old. And then I followed through, um, they really make me proud of myself, but they also are drivers to keep me going when things get difficult and I want to see fast results or I want to see results in a year or two years. And I have to look back and think where I was in that journey. And remember (laughs) two years into those goals, things didn't look all that great. It looked really rough and things kind of came together at the last minute, at the end of those six years. And that's when it really started to speed up. And that's just a really powerful lesson for me to remember for myself. What's something you're proud of? Um, for me, so my whole life, I was always the scared one. Um, like literally when I was a baby, my parents could put me on a blanket, um, in the middle of the grass and like, they wouldn't have to like watch me because I was scared of grass. So I wouldn't leave the blanket. Oh <laughs> um, I also was scared of bunnies, pretty sure I was scared of flies too. And that transitioned into a lot of my life. Like I was really, really shy for a long time. Um, I, um, was really like intimidated by things like sports. Um, I, would never jump off like any of the diving boards or go down like the high slide. My dad at six flags once offered me a hundred dollars to go on one of the roller coasters. And I refused. It did end up getting on one by the end of the day. And I got $15, (laughs) but, and now I love roller coasters over my whole life. I have just been scared of so many things. And in the last couple of years, I just got really sick of it. 
And I started facing my fears. I started, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, but I just started doing things that scared the shit out of me. I started walking. I, like I said, I'm shy. So I hated walking into rooms of people. I didn't know. I couldn't order pizza when I went to college. Like my roommates would literally be like, make Carla order the pizza. And I'm like, I'm walking to grab and go, you guys are on your own. Like I would not do it. So it's really taken me a lot of continuously pushing myself out of my comfort zone over and over. And now I've done things like drive across the country by myself, rock climb. I'm scared of heights. Like who am I? Um, (laughs) what else? Um, I've gone on a trip uh, with some girls that I met through a travel group. I have done a bunch of things and there are things that I honestly never thought I would do in a million years. And I'm really damn proud of myself for that. That's awesome. Okay. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Rapid fire questions. A few rapid fire questions that neither of us know what the other is going to ask. So let's see what happens. What is your guilty pleasure TV show? Mm, Veronica Mars. What's your dream car? A purple Lamborghini. Obviously. Obviously. Milk or dark chocolate? Oh, sorry. Dark chocolate. What's a Disney movie that makes you cry? Moana. What's a moment you questioned where your life was headed and what did you do about it? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) I just kept going. (laughs) What song did we have a dance party to before this started? This is what dreams are made of. By who? By Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast, food, all times of the day. Nice. If you had to have a superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. <laughs> Obviously. Um, if you could do anything, what would you do? Move to an island and open an ice cream store and never wear shoes again. Nice. Uh, do you Instagram your food? Occasionally. What is your favorite thing to do when you're not working? There's so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Travel, read, dance, uh, talk to people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I could go on. (laughs) Do you put the cereal in first or the milk first? Cereal, of course. Thank God. Um, what is your go-to order at the bar? Oh, uh, tequila with club soda and grapefruit juice Mm. and a wine. Nice. If your life was a story, what would it be titled? Well, we're going to see if this is going to (laughs) work. What's your favorite OU bar? Ooh. Lucky's. Yes. Same. Really? I didn't know that. You ever had a hot uh, chocolate covered pretzel shot? No, I don't think so. I thought we covered the whole shot menu my senior year, but I guess not. (laughs) Alien brain hemorrhage is my favorite. That would be your favorite, but (laughs) what? It's so good. It's so good. It's like blue carousel chocolate liqueur and grenadine I think that sounds terrible it's amazing (laughs) you can have that (laughs) 
And on that note, we're Carla and Emily in 45 minutes. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're going to get to see a lot more of us as this podcast goes on. And I know today was a little bit different because it's just it's all about us, but we're really excited to like dive deeper into these conversations with you because we have a lot to say and we like to talk about it and we like yeah. to hear how other people can relate to it. Yeah. I mean, we have a list of what, almost 30 topics already that we want to talk about. So that's really exciting. We have so much to share yeah. and so much to dig into and go really deep on. So it's super exciting. And I'm sure you'll hear more pieces of these stories that we've brought up and different parts of ourselves as we talk about it and talk about our journey. We really appreciate you listening and liking, sharing, giving us feedback. It really does mean the world to us. So thank you so much. Thank you. And we're really excited for next week's episode. So it's going to be a really good one. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be great. I could, I could really like talk about this. So I can't wait. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend and uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.